From Nevada Public Radio, I'm Joe Shaneman at State of Nevada. As many of us know from firsthand experience, the pandemic brought a slew of challenges to everyday life, and people dealt with increased anxiety, depression, feelings of loneliness. Now that we're coming out of the pandemic, life does seem to be returning to normal, but some people are still struggling. A recent CDC survey says three in five teenage girls reported feeling persistent sadness or hopelessness in 2021. That's the highest level in more than a decade, and one in three girls seriously considered attempting suicide. And the problem seems to be persisting. It's something that the Nevada chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention is dealing with. Myling Tran is director of the Nevada chapter, and she talked to us recently. My welcome to State of Nevada. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's great to have you. My, give us an idea. What does your organization do? Yeah, so our mission is to save lives and bring hope to those affected by suicide. And we do that um, through funding scientific research. We do that by educating the um, community on suicide prevention. We do that through advocating for public policy on mental health and suicide prevention. And we also do that by providing support to people who've been affected by suicide, either as survivors of suicide loss or people with lived experience. Do you mean by support, do you mean therapy? Do you provide We're, therapists? We don't actually provide therapy. We have a program called our Healing Conversations, and that's a peer-to-peer conversation. Um, So you would, uh, whatever your loss would be, you would be partnered with somebody who has experienced a similar loss just to kind of get you through Mm. that initial conversation. And then they help guide you through your healing journey with some coping skills, maybe some books to read, um, and some support groups to reach out to. And what to, what are the demographics of the people you work with? I mean, what's the range and who are they? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we actually work with folks of all ages and all demographics. Um, so we have a program called Talk Saves Lives, which is our trademarked education program. And that one, the standard one is is for 18 and older. But we also have a lot of different versions for that, for seniors, for LGBTQIA+. We have it for the construction community, for um, Latinx and Hispanic community. Um, We also have a program called It's Real Teens and Mental Health, and then one It's Real College Students and Mental Health. We also have one called More Than Sad for um, the junior high age range. And then we also have one um, called Gizmo's Possum Guide to Mental Health, and that one is going to be for the, the younger kids. Yeah. You know, uh, Nevada has a a reputation, um, not a great reputation, for suicide, but especially among LGBTQ youth. We've done programming on the show before. What about support for for that group? And anecdotally or, or by numbers, are we right to assume that it is much higher here in Las Vegas and Nevada? Yeah, so suicide is actually the second leading cause of death in the ages 10 to 24. And we know through research that the LGBTQIA uh kiddos in that, or the LGBTQIA community um, has a higher rate. I think it's uh, something like 40% higher um, have attempted suicide or had thoughts of suicidal ideation. And so we have programs, like I'd mentioned, our Talk Saves Lives LGBTQIA plus version, um, and that breaks down some statistics for the community in regards to supporting them and their their risk. And then we also have partnerships with um, organizations like the Trevor Project, who does provide um, direct support 
support. They have uh, crisis lines that you can contact, and that is specific to the LGBTQIA community. Now, the CDC report said about 60% of teen girls in 2021 reported sadness, um, depression, things like that. It's always been, though, higher in Las Vegas. I mean, do you assume or do you know if the percentages are higher here? Some of that research is still coming out and some of that data, I should say, is still coming out. So I don't know if it necessarily is higher in Nevada specifically. I can say, though, that just being around that age group and, um, you know, the girls in that age group and there's a lot of pressure, there's bullying, there's, um, you know, social media, there's just the the glitz and the glam of of the Strip and Las Vegas. Anecdotally, what do you see at the foundation with teen girls? Yeah, so, um, you know, we're just starting to um, really start to work with some more of that age group. Mm -hmm. Um, We've partnered with a couple of the Henderson libraries to to present uh, its real teens and mental health. So I'm hoping to continue that partnership and get some more engagement with that and get some more folks to show up. Um, But really, it's just you know, we need to put this information in front of anybody that we can, um, the parents, the teens, so that way that they're equipped with, you know, some tools to be able to support, you know, the the, the girls specifically um, that might be feeling that way. You know, during the pandemic, which we're essentially out of, uh, everybody felt the mental health crisis. And it's really made talk of mental health counseling therapy much more accepted in this country. I mean, if, if there was a benefit from the pandemic, that was it. Then the CDC report came out just very recently. How surprising was it to, to see the CDC coming out with this report? Because I have heard from different groups, um, somebody we just had in last week talking about sadness among boys who was stunned at the CDC report. I don't know that I can say I was stunned that the report came out. There was a lot of speculation leading into, um, you know, coming, you know, quote unquote, out of the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, that the suicide rate was going to increase. And though, you know, we as an organization and many organizations across the country in Las Vegas um, and in Nevada are are doing the work to try and reduce that risk. I can't say that I was stunned. I'm saddened by the news of it, for sure. But there was just so much isolation that was happening. There was a lot of job loss. There were deaths that were happening due to COVID. There were so many things that can uh, play into those factors of sadness and hopelessness and despair that many people will feel um, when they're you know, having suicidal ideations. Yeah. I wonder if it's changed for you in the way that I mentioned earlier. Um, it changed for you and your foundation. That Does it seem like people are more willing to come out and talk about it? Yes, and working on it. <laughs> um, you know, I'm definitely seeing a lot more companies and organizations in the folks that I'm talking to who are more open to our free community education programs and saying, hey, we can come in at your lunch hour. We can come in and and after hours, we can do this virtually and just have the conversation. Um, And so, yes, we're seeing um, people more open to it. And I think everybody can tell that across the country, we're seeing ads on the radio, ads on news um, and media coverage on having these conversations and just trying to remove the stigma of talking about mental health. Um, and so, yeah, I'm encouraged by the number of folks that are reaching out and open to having that conversation. The CDC recently reported that 60% of teen girls in 2021 
felt persistent sadness or feelings of hopelessness, which is about twice as high as teenage boys. Mai Tran is Nevada's director of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Mai, you have a substantial background in nonprofit work, advocacy for suicide prevention, and you obviously want to make a difference and help people. Do you see that in what your organization does? I mean, some people think, I guess I ask this because they think um, it's pretty hopeless. You know, it's been such an issue in Nevada for so many years. I mean, what are you seeing? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, is the work that we're doing working? Absolutely. I believe that suicide can be prevented. And I believe that the work that our organization does is making an impact on that. And through just our, like I said, our education programs specifically, um, I, I can see that making an impact immediately. AFSP is the leading organization in the nation when it comes to um, scientific research on suicide. And so everything that we do is backed by, um, you know, the work that we're doing in that research. And so for me, that feels really encouraging. And, um, you know, just knowing that we're able to, you know, in my chapter specifically, I can speak to that, is that we're able to connect with folks that have been affected, whether they've lost somebody to suicide or whether they've attempted suicide or whether they've had ideations or just are in a dark place and maybe aren't feeling suicidal, but are just not sure how to pull themselves out of that, out of that, that mind frame. Yeah. Yeah, just about everybody, I, I think, just about, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I know a lot of people who have uh, who've killed themselves in the Las Vegas area. I think a lot of people are touched by suicide here. Um, so we talk a lot about it on this program. Hopefully it's preventive. Why are you so into this? I mean, do you have a similar experience? Or I, I'm just kind of wondering, you know, this obviously is something you do out of great concern, but, it, but is there more to it? Is there something behind that? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a survivor of suicide loss. Um, I have had five people in my circle who have died by suicide. And uh, the first time that I experienced this loss, um, it will actually be 10 years in April, that I lost my cousin to suicide. And much like many people who are doing this work specifically, you almost like throw yourself into ways to to help others, ways to bring hope and care and support to others that may have experienced something similar or have just had, you know, a loss to suicide and that we just don't want that to happen. Like I just don't want to if I can stop one person from taking their life, then all the work that I've been doing is worth it. Okay, so there are some people listening now who might pick up the phone and, and- call us or go to the website to see how to contact you. But a lot of people will not, and they might be feeling awful. In fact, if somebody's really, truly depressed, it's it's hard even to get out of bed. Or they might not feel they're worth it. Or, you know, just the, the feelings of self-loathing that they can have will prevent them from calling you. What would you say to them? I mean, is there some way, something you can say that you've seen, I don't want to say works, but that you could say that can might help them get out of that hole? Yeah. That's a loaded question. <laughs> um, well, one, if anybody's listening and they are in that space, I want you to know that I care about you and I want you to be here and that you are worthy and deserving of this life and that there is support out there for you and that if you don't feel it right now, there are a lot of people who are there to care for you and there to help you get to, 
to help you get to to a safe place and and to be safe. Calling 988, the lifeline, um, that's something you can do from your bed. Texting crisis text line at 741741, you can just text the word hello or hi or help. That's an easy way to do that without getting out of bed. You can do that right from, from wherever you're at in whatever headspace that you're in. And there are trained counselors who can help you get out of a cool, get, get to a cool place and out of that like crisis moment and help provide you some tools for the next time that you might be feeling that way. But of course, if you recognize that you have these, you know, symptoms or these um, signals, warning signs, then we recommend, you know, getting mental health, like professional help. Myling Tran is Nevada's director of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Thank you so much. Thank you. And if you or somebody you know is struggling with sadness, depression, suicide, or suicidal thoughts, the National and Suicide Crisis Helpline number is 988. We also have a list of resources available at knpr.org, including uh, some information on the foundation. This is State of Nevada.